Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Blessed and highly favored. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 through to 23 says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is, his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Child of God, let us have a conversation today, one that will reset the mood you are in and one that will bring you into a fresh perspective, one that will impact you in a powerful way. I want us to talk about a supernatural blessing that you and I have come into, but some of us waste that blessing. If you grow up poor, then there might have been times when you visited the home of your rich friends. You entered the front door and you entered into a whole other world, luxury, stuff that you only saw on television. You go into your friend's room and you are blown away. Your friend doesn't share a bed. He doesn't even share a bedroom and not a bathroom. This is unreal. You have a great time. Well, apart from the time when your friend sat across from you and started to complain how he's bored with his life, he can't stand the many times they have to go away on family trips all over the place and how they have someone doing everything for him. Through your eyes, your friend is a real-life example of someone blessed and highly favored. This is nothing compared to what you live with and you are stunned to hear him complain that his life is boring. Live for a day in your world. <laughs> well, let us return to the text. Remember the times in your life when you were shut out of God's presence. You and I were strangers to the family and household of God because we were on the side of the condemned. We were considered hopelessly lost until Jesus came. And even when he came, we had no clue that he came to save us because of how far gone we were. And frankly, we thought that he came for the Jewish people and never could have thought that his goal was also to save Gentiles. Then one day he found me. He found you. And our darkness turned to light. Our night turned to day. We came into an unbelievable transformation. In one section of the Bible, we are described as the sons of God or children of God. It is surreal, man, totally out of this world. Being a Christian launches you into a world that blows your mind. Imagine a poor man's child is adopted by a rich family. And when that child comes home for the first time, they announce to him that you are now a member of this family. You have access to everything that our kids have access to. You will be treated like one of our own children. There is nothing that is too good for you in this house as long as the other kids there can have it as well. That is some crazy speech. Good food, housekeeping staff, you get your own bedroom, you drive to school in the family car, not the school bus. Well, if you can picture that, then you are getting an idea of what happens to someone who has become a child of God. God introduces you to the best. Well, let the text speak for itself. First of all, you now have 100% access to God. 
You would think that now that he is your father, that you do have access. But let me tell you that this access is legitimate. Legitimate. It is for real. The text says that we have access because of the blood of Jesus. Jesus' death accomplished a whole lot of things. And one of those benefits is direct access to God. There is no barrier. There is no need to go through an intermediary. There is no need to set up an appointment. Your access to God is any time. It takes a while to get into the groove of it, but you are reminded over and over again that you must come with confidence. Don't be shy of God and don't think that you are interrupting him. In fact, it is the opposite. He will interrupt what he is doing to come to you, especially if you are in need. Sooner or later, it becomes clearer the more time you utilize it. Secondly, the text tells us that because Jesus is our high priest, we don't have to stop at a human being when we have matters to take up with the priest. Go to Jesus yourself. This is such a huge contrast to times past when you would have to come to him directly, when you would have to come to God through someone else because you were not qualified to come to him directly. But what a difference a decision makes. I'm talking about the day you decided to invite Jesus into your heart, the day when you said yes to Jesus's offer of salvation. That changed everything. The last point from this text is something that should put your heart at ease. Jesus has promised that you will come into a whole new world of blessing. The text says that you can be assured that everything that Jesus has promised you will come true because he is by nature a faithful God. As simple as that sounds, it makes the believer have peace of mind. Jesus will never, ever let you down. He is not about to change his mind against you. This relationship you have come into, this experience that has been yours, makes you a true example of someone who is blessed and highly favored. My friend, if you have a question about this message, write me at friendofclyde at gmail.com.